The following is a presentation of Real Racing USA. Welcome back. It's Inside Florida Racing. And as the show moves on, we have our next guest. Rob, who is that on the line with you? We've got Smitty on the line. And uh, Smitty, uh, one of the best tech men in the business, uh, a guy that can uh, catch guys trying to stretch that rule book a little bit. How you doing, Smitty? Okay. You doing all right? Yep. <clears throat> Slow but sure. Slow but sure. Now... Let's talk a little bit about just how long you've been into this uh, tech shed business because, you know, I was talking earlier that since I've been racing, my first street stock that I brought through the uh, tech area at Sunshine Speedway was looked at by none other than yourself. Yeah, you I remember those it. days? You remember those? Yep, I remember those days. I was telling them that I came through there with the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> I had Red Van with me and had no idea that he was so well known in your tech shed. Oh yeah, me and Red go back a long way. So, uh, how long have you been? Have you been doing uh, the teching? Uh, about thirty-five years. Thirty-five years, and, and uh, where'd you start at? At Sunshine. At Sunshine. Yep. Were you one of their first tech men that they ever had? No, I worked with uh, John Fox and Al Lampier and. Uh, whole bunch of different people i used to work underneath of a lot of them you know and uh, i just got tired of seeing people get away with garbage and that was the only way i could stop it well i know that you were always real good with uh the stock type classes and yeah. figuring out you know what's stock and what's not can you talk about that a little bit well i you just you have to go down and just start going through the books and looking and, you know, almost anybody can get away with something once, but after I've seen it once, I always, I, I see things and I say, something's not right. So then I, I let it go because I'm not sure and I don't want to take nobody's money unless I'm sure. Then I'll find out what it is and the next time they come through, well, that made it through the last time. Yeah, but I've investigated this a little bit <laughs> and that's, how to figure out what was stock and what wasn't. You know, it took me a long time to to learn as much as I have, you know. And it's just like anything else. I don't consider anybody cheating until they're caught, you know. Yeah, you used to always get us with those A-frame bolts, and we'd use those head bolts. They were long. <laughs> well, let's tell you, you can't use those. But they're longer. Well, you need them to be longer. <laughs> right. Right, you need them to be longer to stretch just move it just a little bit more, you know. And that's, you know, that was part of the rules, so. So what did, uh, what, what was the 142 uh, illegal on this week up there? Uh, springs. What Rear, rear springs were, uh, one was de-arched and the other was arched and arched spring. To give it, you know, stagger in the, the rear end. Sure. And, uh. You know, looking at them, they didn't look bad, but you lay them out on the ground and it showed up right away. Now, were they surprised when you had them bust the springs out of there? They're probably thinking you're going to mess with motor or something. Oh, yeah. well, we did the first place guy. We we took the motors, I, I took the head off the first place guy. I CC'd the head. I uh, checked the valves and measured the valves and everything else. Measured the springs. He wanted to know what I was doing that for. I said, "That's what they're supposed. To, that's what they tell me. Yours is supposed to be a stock class, so." Springs are supposed to be between 123 and 125, and oh, I didn't know that. Well, look, look at your book. 
you know, and then so, the lesson so for them to learn is yes, to read their rule book, right? Oh yes, yes. You know, there's always a lot of gray areas in a rule book, but it just takes, you know, those guys out there probably now getting away with a lot of stuff, but they just you Don't look at it real close, you know. Race car drivers cheat. So. Wait, you're kidding. you got to be kidding, man. People aren't really getting away with stuff, are they? Oh, yeah. I, can take, I go to a lot of different racetracks, and I see a lot of stuff that I know that I, it never get by the days when we were at Sunshine, you know. Well, now, here's here's my favorite one, and nobody ever gets popped for this one, but we, there was a momentary mention of it when we were chatting up at Bronson uh, on Saturday. Traction control. What's the real deal with I always have to ask tech guys about traction control. Uh, I have seen several different types, but it's next to impossible to find it. Uh, and the way I've looked at it for years is if NASCAR can't find it, how in the hell am I going to find it? <laughs> there you go. Who you cares? Know, right, that's it. You know, well, I do, you do care to an extent. Because NASCAR tells you that if you if you're caught with it, you'll never race NASCAR again. Everybody says that. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they have the money to back it up and to try to find it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, the first thing I guess if you see a rear end and it's got electric wires coming out, of you don't the see it. You don't, you don't see it. I yeah. know of one unit. I talked to a guy four or five years ago over at the workshop, promoter's workshop, mm -hmm. and he had the, the, the traction control there. And it doesn't work off the rear end. It has to do with the electronics of the motor. It, right. It worked off the left front tire and the distributor. And that's, you know, but you try to find the wire that goes to the left front wheel. And you try to find that sensor that they have. I looked and looked and looked. And he said, if you want to pay me the $3,500 that I get for this, I'll show you exactly where it's at. I wasn't going to spend 3500 bucks. Yeah, all this, all this conversation came up over uh, talking about in, in uh, teching a modified. What yeah. exactly can be teching a modified? And uh, for you folks that don't understand out there that may be listening, uh, you know, a lot of these classes have different things that uh, can be teched, but with modifieds, they have a pretty uh, open rule book, don't they, Smitty? Yeah, they do. It's They're seven pounds per cubic inch, and that's basically a, you know, damn near run what you're brung. As long as you want to claim the cubic inches, you know, you weigh the weight, you can run the motor, you know. Uh, and it's, uh, it's hard to, you know, anything so if somebody else. Lied, if somebody lied about that, then you well, that's what after the race I PNG'd them, and that will bring up, you know, right away pretty well what it is. Explain you know, to the folks what that means. They hear PNG all the time. That's taking the compression out of the cylinder, and you do it times the cylinder, blah, 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 and it brings up a scale, and it'll tell you that this motor is 355 cubic inches, 358 cubic inches, 400, you right. know. So it's a math equation. It's a math equation on the size of the cylinders. And right, right. And then you times eight and blah. It, it, you know, I have a chart that I go by, and that's all it was done with. Is that was figured out from that. You know what I'm saying? 
we sit down years ago and did it so you didn't have to do that every night at the racetrack. Now, you, you know that if, if one P&G's at 36, 37, it's 355, 358. You know, one P&G's at 40, you know, it's, it's up in the 400s. Now, Cece and Jack, I want you to mm-hmm. listen to this, what they used to do at Sunshine. If you ran an illegal part yeah. on your car and you got caught, we kept they it. kept that part. That's right. They kept it. Wow. Well, that prevented them from using it again. Well, that, that's and the idea. I guess, you know, that's an expensive way for them to learn their lesson. Yeah. And well, the work. They give it back at the end of the year. Years ago, the biggest way to hurt a racer was hit him in his wallet. Yeah. Times haven't changed that much. I was going to say, wouldn't that, wouldn't that rule apply now, too? Oh, it would work great. It, it does, but still, there's a lot of guys that have a lot of money, and they don't care. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I know teams out there that that the wallets are still deep. You know, even though there's a recession, it's still deep. They don't care. They If they get caught, you know, some of these big guys would lose a motor. They don't care. Wow. It's, it's uh... Yeah, modified, they used to lose their motors. DC, what would happen yeah. is they had a claimer rule, and if uh, the top ten guys came through, um, starting with, uh, was it fourth place on or from yeah. second place? From fourth place on, he could buy any of the top three guys' motor. He had to have the money in his pocket. He had to have, what, 500 bucks or something? Yeah, 500 bucks, you walk away with the motor. You could take their motors, DC. You didn't have to give up yours either. You take theirs. Even if they didn't want, I mean, even if they did not want to sell it? If they didn't want to sell it, they never raced again. That's yes, right. Point. It's the rule. It used to be very important. Well, why do? Why would they make such an unfair rule like that? It's not unfair. It's not. It's not. It's, Explain it. It makes everybody work the same. Yeah. It's when the class very started, DC modifies with what they call the claimer rule. They didn't run on slick tires like they do today. They had a, a groove-type tire. They were... They were just a little bit better class than the street stock, and um, they had a claimer rule, and that rule was you could put whatever motor you want in this car, but if you're going to run our points program, if you're going to race at our racetrack, basically at Sunshine, because it was their class, then uh, if you win, you're subject to losing your motor in your car. If you don't give it up, then don't come back. So what that does is it keeps guys from putting $10,000 motor in their car. Doesn't the IMCA still do that? Yes, the IMCA still runs a claim. The biggest modified divisions of racing in the country, they still hmm. do. Uh, yeah. last, year they had, last year they had 605 registered for the big race. So this is to level the playing field. Exactly. Right. right, and we've never, I remember five, ten, well, ten years ago anyway, there was around ten or eleven years ago, somewhere in there, there was a lot of... Uh, talk in Florida it was a constant theme about the claimer rule mm-hmm. in the modifieds and as a matter of fact there was a couple of times people it was a rule that was actually on the books I mean over a fast car I remember somebody and I don't remember who it was claimed another guy's motor and the guy was that was claimed was a young young youngster I think he was a 13 14 15 year old phenom of some mm-hmm. do you remember that Smitty? yeah and all hell broke loose yep you know, I, I'll tell you, I, I, I kind of zoned out there for a second, but are, are you talking about Sunshine? No, this was, he was claimed over at New Smyrna. Yeah. And uh, they had it in the rule that it was claimed. Yeah. And he, his dad just had money, and they raised all sorts of hell, and yeah. that's when they, Don and them just decided to change it. 
and, and some of those changes, you know, it's, I feel like a, one of the big problems in racing and, and not having the car counts that we have today are things just like that. I was just talking to Wayne Jefferson saying if they'd have never changed that groove tire rule on those modifieds and never put slick tires on them, there'd be a ton more modifieds today out there racing. If if they would have left Gulf Coast alone oh boy. and put them on, and even put them on the, those tires, you couldn't, you, you'd you have 35 cars at every show. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, you, and, you would. And, I really do believe it. And what do you think, CC? I mean, uh, Smitty, I'm sorry, CC, Smitty, about, okay. um, and, and, and also in talking about if they left that alone, same thing with the, 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 the sportsmen and uh, limited late models and late models of today. I feel like that. Uh, the, the general public out there is, is being duped into seeing the, uh, a late model show that they don't know what it is. You know, we watched the sportsman race the other night. The cars look just like a late model. Uh, the, the super late models today, when you say, oh, it's a super late model show, well, super late model, it's a mix of all kinds just because they look alike. They blend them. Do you think that they should go back and maybe say, okay, if it's a limited late model, put them on a six inch, I mean, an eight inch mm-hmm. and then yep. put super late models on a tennis flick and make that class different. Yeah. Well, we got into this argument years and years ago when I put them on two barrels at Sunshine. Right. We had the biggest car count of late models in the state. And everybody said if I put them on two barrels, I was going to lose every car I had. Put them on That's two right. barrels and we still run. had 20, 25 cars. You know, and they said, well, the people in the grandstands are going to know the difference that you put them on two barrels. You could walk through that grandstands and ask anybody. No. And they didn't. They couldn't tell the difference. No. And within a year and a half, they were back up to the same speed as what they were doing when they were with a four barrel. Exactly. So what, you know, a lot of times, killing the horsepower makes them go fast. And the, But they didn't understand that, you know. So. Mm-hmm. But, well, I think, I think there's a lot to that. Not, you know, we get a lot of complaints here and there from promoters and fans. Even drivers about you know car counts, car counts, and I think that um, you know Don Rohn used to always say the drivers are a big problem with the car count. They're they're the problem of, of why the car counts aren't there. And I think that it's just the opposite. I I think that it's it's guys like Don, and I like Don a lot. I, I have a lot of respect for him, uh, and Robert Hart I have a lot of respect for him. Uh, but in trying to change rules along the way that were working just fine. And like you said, today, the IMSA rules, they're working fine. they got 600 people that show up, you know. Um, I think that if they go back to that, and you know what? They sort of have. We saw it the, the other night with the groove tires. There wasn't a slick at the track. That's right. And, and it was a great show. Every one of them was. And I think that if these modifiers can try to price themselves down a little bit so it's not so expensive to have one, I think we will continue to see more of these guys show up. Well, let's put it this way: if if they stay with those treaded tires, you're going to see a lot more of them. I really do believe it. Yep. Because it does that cuts the expense down, and it cuts the speed down to an extent. Oh. And I think it's just going to make it a lot more even and and a better playing field for well, all of them. Well, we, I remember we asked we asked a lot of these guys, but I remember specifically one conversation with Wayne Jefferson on on uh, this show a couple of years ago and we asked him what the most you know, the biggest problem um, with the money in racing modifieds and it's very simple. It's simply tires. Yeah. It's 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 
you can't keep pouring money after money. Uh, people just, uh, you know, they're racers. A racer is his own worst enemy. You can let him do anything he wants, but if you keep giving him more and more and more, you've got five or six people that say, yeah, man, I, I like this, I like this, and then you got another 15 or 20. That's just like the Gulf Coast. When I left the Gulf Coast, I had 22 cars every week, sometimes 24, okay? It was taken over by a certain person, but I'm not going to say any names. And they said, oh, we're going to put these big motors in there. That's going to make it a lot better. So then we started having 8, 10, 12, 10, 8, 6. Now, who was, who was right? Who was right? Well, there was uh, Saturday night. There was also another uh, modified race in Florida over at Auburndale Speedway. They also had mo- uh, Auber- uh, uh, modifieds because they were already on their schedule. Yeah. And uh, they had uh, 17 or 18 of them. Um, I don't know, but they run the dreaded tires too, Smitty. No, they were on slicks. I, I think they were on slicks. I'm not. I'm not positive about the dreaded tires. Yeah, I'm not I either. Talked to a lot of them. I just this weekend was the first time I've seen it, and I thought it was the best thing they've done for. Oh, there's no question about it. No doubt. No doubt. And but anyway, there was uh, uh, 40 modifieds. Anyway, more a little more than 40 modifieds out racing uh, on asphalt in Florida this past weekend. Yeah, but if these guys would just say, hey. Rex, call Tony, call Critter, call, you know, John. I'm having a show this weekend. Don't have one. Next week you have your show. I won't have one. Can you imagine what it would be like? Yeah, well, this, this particular one in the uh, equation of things, there was, uh, it, was one of, it was one of those things that's a little unavoidable because, the, uh, because uh, Auburndale already had it on their schedule, and then... Uh, uh, when they when they scheduled this uh, B- uh, Billy uh, 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 Myers Memorial up there, the family was coming in. Uh, this was the only time that they could be there to do their deal, and it was uh, the time that the sponsor. Uh, it was the. Could, yeah, well, I understand. This you, is one. That's one in a hundred. Yeah, exactly. But I go to a racetrack, and I, you know, and I listen to this. You know, well, that Joe Blow down below me, he's having a. Or, this guy over the other, he's having, you know, why? They're not smart enough to do that, Betty. You know, and, and there again, it, 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 if you got them all together, they'd never agree on anything. That's another thing that Don Narone has said for years. You get them all together, they'll never agree on anything. And, and that's an issue. That's an issue because they all got the playing field, but they open them up at the same time with the same ball game going on. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, it was... Uh, it was uh, a good time up there at uh, Bronson Motor Speedway this past weekend, no doubt, Smitty. What do you say? Do you give, oh, yeah, we yeah. had a hell of a time. I, re- I really enjoyed it. You know, yeah. I'll be back up there next weekend. We got uh, this coming weekend. I've got the Outlaw Modifieds up there. Oh, cool! The four cylinder modified. Yeah, exactly. That's a good show too. Yeah, we'll. Uh, you know, we're we're trying to grow. We've got ten, twelve, fourteen. Sometimes, you know. It's just tough. You know, this economy has hurt a lot of people. I've well, got a lot of guys that have no job and yeah. are trying to race, you know, and it, it just, it, it's tough on all of them, you know. Well, I'll tell you, as soon as they open Sunshine back up, you won't have to travel so much, huh? <laughs> I'd love to see that. I really would, you know. Yeah, well, you never know what will happen. Uh, you know, you hear rumors and rumors and rumors. And I, we I, spread them. We've been spreading them for a while. <laughs> yes, we have. Back up. I wish it would. You know, I'm the 
you know, one right behind you if they, they do, you know. Well, we found out it never hurts to spread some rumors. That's it, you know. <laughs> well, you, you never know. Somebody might kick on to it and go with it, you know. Here we had uh, Tony Amico. Yeah, we had Tony Amico on the show, and since he got rid of one, we said, you know, that's the best one for you to get. Maybe make a road course out the side of it and everything. And yeah. So, he, he said that wasn't a bad idea at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got the money to do it, so. Well, that's what we all think. Well, I don't know, you know. <laughs> you know, uh, it's a tough world out there, but, you know, if it ever did happen, you know, your phone would ring, uh, Laverne Patrick's phone would ring, uh, try to get everybody out there. That'd right. be nice. I'd really like to see that again. Uh, Smitty, thanks a lot for spending some time with us here on Inside Florida Racing, man. We really appreciate it. Anytime. Just give me a holler and let me know. <laughs> all right, guy. All right, easy, Smitty. See you. See you all later. All right, all right, see you at the track, man. Bye. There you go, Rob. See you at the local track. That's true, because Smitty will be there. Uh, so sounds like uh, he'll be uh, back up there at Bronson uh, for the uh, outlaw race. That's good. 